0: Because if he loved me enough to set me free and to pay my sin debt, then he loves me enough to direct me and guide me and guard me and to govern me and to grace me, to provide, to protect, and to give myself away.
1: This is Treasure Truth with Pastor and Author James Ford Jr., Senior Pastor of the Christ Bible Church in Chicago. I'm Steve Hiller. glad you're with us as we continue a message, How to Get Out of Debt. Pastor, you bring up an important point. God loved us enough to uh, pay the debt of our sin, but what do you mean when you say, if He did that, He's going to love us enough to do all these great things for us as we give ourselves away? What do you mean to give yourself away? Uh, Well, it's actually a quote from
2: Corinthians. Hmm. Paul was talking to the Corinthian believers about the generosity of the Macedonian believers. Sure. So Macedonia, a poor church, was giving more to ministry uh, than the Corinthians, a rich church. Mm -hmm. And Paul said the reason they could do that is that they first gave themselves to the Lord. I saw I saw a cartoon that was just funny. It was called The Far Side, and um, the preacher was baptizing a guy, and the guy was under the water. Uh, but his arm was outside of the water, and he had his wallet in his hand. <laughs> and so, uh, I, yeah, and I got that clip, and I gave it to my IT guy. I said, do an offertory. Let's run this. Right. <laughs> and everybody got a kick out of it. And I said, you're laughing because for some of you it's true. Everything in your Christian walk has been baptized into Jesus Christ but your wallet or your purse or your checkbook. And uh, I think that picture epitomizes uh, many of us. It really appalls me when I read polls and things that say that the average Christian only gives 2.7% of their income to the work of the Lord, mm-hmm. where the average non-believer gives 4.1% of their income to their particular charities. Wow. You mean to tell me people who we say are not on their way to heaven, unbelievers, give more than those of us who are on our way to heaven, that their investment in their secular temporal uh, pursuits is greater than a Christian with their eternal
1: Pursuits. There's yeah. a dead monkey on the ride. Somewhere. <laughs> There's something's wrong with that picture, yeah, man. Yeah, I'm telling you. I, I was having breakfast a number of weeks ago with a very successful Christian businessman, and he was talking a little bit about what motivated him in his stewardship of money and why he gave. And he said a couple of things that have stuck with me. Uh, one of those was I believe that God has allowed me to be successful in business because I don't have sticky fingers. He said now. That leads to the question, how do you not have sticky fingers? And he said, behind that is the question. I know one day I'm going to have to give an account to the Lord with what he's given to me. Amen. And I don't want him to ever ask me the question, why did you die with so much money in your bank account wow. when there's so much ministry to go on out there? Wow. Wow. I thought that right there are two great questions for all of us to be asking ourselves.
2: Amen. Boy,
1: do we have loose enough fingers that we can simply turn over to, to God and and invest in different ministries. And uh, boy, one day we are going to have to give an account.
2: And, and I think it's key. You know, I got a little ditty. I probably say it in one of these messages, but it goes something like this. It's not what you do with a million if a million would be your lot. But
1: it's what you're going to do right now with the dollar and a quarter you got. That's exactly right. And uh, that's the one area where God allows us to, in a sense, test him. He says, Put me to the test. Amen. Give. Be obedient. Give to me first and see how I handle that, how I reward. Preach it Ram. Preach it (laughs) real. That's what we're looking at in today's broadcast. Join us in 2 Kings chapter 4 as we continue a message How to Get Out of Debt. Here is Pastor Ford.
0: So give to God his. In other words, we're asking God to reap a harvest and we haven't sowed any seed. Give me a crop and we haven't planted anything. Look at 1 Kings chapter 17. 1 Kings chapter 17. It's amazing. Now, now we studied this before and uh, I don't want to go into all of it, but remember what happened? God is showing, now remember verse 1 tells us that Elijah was committed to God. And then two through four tells us God was committed to Elijah. So then there is a drought. And of course, if there's a drought, no crops can grow. And what does God do? God shows him, listen, I can break the conventional means of provision for you. How so, Lord? Because I'm going to put you by the brook off. and you have water in the midst of a drought. But then a raven's going to feed you. Now, that ought to to send off a signal to all Bible students. How many Bible students does that send a signal to? Okay, a raven. First of all, a raven is an unclean bird. So that if you go back to Leviticus, a raven was one of the birds that you weren't supposed to ever give to God. God said it's unclean. Now, God takes an unclean bird and brings provision to a clean prophet. You know what I think of? The wealth of the wicked is stored up for the righteous. Now this is something, this is something here because a, a, somebody said, who said the raven is a scavenger? A scavenger. What does that mean? He takes, he don't give. God says that, that listen, whenever you're hooked up with me, you don't worry about your provision. You wanna know why? Because I can take takers. Sound like a title for a movie. I can take takers and make them give to you, man. That's powerful stuff. Then he says, "Then he says, okay, I don't want you to confuse source and agency. Now you 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 chilling by the by the brook like you at a Marriott, you know. And so I got work to do, so I need you to get up because there's some work to do. So he dries it up. Why? Because you ought never depend upon the agent. You always look to the source. Y'all know that. Then he says, I want you to go down into Zarephath. Wait a minute. Zarephath? Do you know who's down in Zarephath, God? Do you know that's the the king of Zidonian is uh, Jezebel's daddy? That that's the center of pagan worship? Yes, I do. I know. Because I want to show you I can take you in the midst of of everything that is opposed to who I am and what you believe and provide for you when nobody else has provision. So who are you going to provide? Some rich person down there? No, a widow. What do you mean a widow? She doesn't have what she needs. Yeah, but she's going to have what you need. And then when she provides what you need, then you're going to provide what she needs. And what happens? He goes down there. She is making sticks. Now get this. She's working. She's working. She's a widow and she's going out to pick up sticks. She's working. Here's my question. If she would not have gone to... You know, I don't feel like picking up sticks today. (laughs) You know, I was thinking about it. I was thinking about it. I've heard three or four testimonies about how God meant provision in here. And I said to each one of them, I said if you didn't come to church that day? Look what you would have missed. The provision that God had for you was in the place that you should have been. But if you would not have been where you should have been, then you wouldn't have got what you got. Because you weren't where you were supposed to be. And then what happens? She's never told by God, I'm sending him. And then he says, Do you have any water? She gave him water. She said, you got anything to eat? She says, I got a little meal and a little corn. We're going home, make me and my son some hot water cornbread, eat it, and die. She said, I don't got nothing left. You know what this preacher said? Make me a little cake first. Now this don't got anything to do with the preacher. You got to look at the biblical principle. Matthew 6.33 But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. You got to look at the bigger picture. It ain't about a preacher getting a Cadillac. Please don't come up after it's over and throw any money up on the steps unless you're going to throw some $100 bills up here. Then we'll make an exception, all right? Now wait a minute. Now you know... Uh, where where Sidonian is right okay yeah, yeah yeah she's she's a sister i'd imagine say what say say what listen you know that's my child me and my child you got to be crazy and what happened same thing that happened to shalia wave your hand girl said i got eight dollars i ain't I, that's all i got and put it in, and God more than met her needs. And so what what happened? Make me a little cake first. Give God gives
2: first.
1: That is such an important biblical principle to get our minds around, isn't it? You're listening to Treasure Truth with pastor and author James Ford Jr., a message entitled How to Get Out of Debt, really a look at 2 Kings chapter 4. And I hope that you've been learning as we've been diving into uh, these scriptures together. If you ever miss one of the broadcasts in our series, you can always come to our website and listen to each and every program there. You can simply stream them through your computer or your mobile device. You can download MP3s for free, or you can order copies of these broadcasts on CD. You'll find uh, all of that at our website, treasuredtruthradio.org. That's treasuredtruthradio.org. Let's get back to the message once again. Here is Pastor Ford.
0: You know, uh, when when the Wallaces were coming here, uh, Tierra, she was nine at the time. She walked up to me and she she put ten dollars in my hand, and she said, "I want to be a blessing to you, preacher." I'm looking down at this little nine-year-old girl, and I open up my hand, and I say, oh, baby, that's so cute. I said, I really really appreciate it. I said, I gave her back her $10. She told me, nine years old, God told me to bless the preacher. It's not yours to give back to me because you're robbing me of my blessing, Pastor. Nine years old. So I, I, I took the money and I said, baby, thank you. I'm so sorry. I am so sorry. I was thinking, you know, we ought to give you, can you give a testimony on Sunday? You know, you know and, and I put it in my pocket and I went to her, I say, man, your daughter gave me $10. And, and you know, I, I said, I'm, I'm curious, what does this represent? They say, we give her $2 a week. I said, really? $2 a week. You mean to tell me this is five weeks allowance? They said, yeah. I said, you know what? I don't know what God's trying to teach her, but he done picked me to do it. What does she need? Said, well, she needs a bed. She needs a dresser. She needs, you know, the accessories that go with it. I said, yeah, anything else she need? And then they told me, and they told me, they said, listen, they said, "Uh, uh, you need to understand she likes Winnie the Pooh. So I told the wife, I said, see this $10. I told her the story. And then, and then I, I forgot, she, she also told me, I really enjoy your preaching. <laughs> she did. <laughs> she did. <laughs> well, that's more than the dollar y'all giving. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, hey, amen. So the wife and I, we went down. And we bought her a uh, bed. We got all Winnie the Pooh sheets, Winnie the Pooh comforter, a dresser, and, and a Winnie Pooh rug, Winnie Pooh curtains, and, and just laid her room out and said to her, you know what, sweetheart? We think God wanted to show you because you gave $10. That's 10% a hundred dollars. Now here's the thing, don't be tripping. She didn't know that. It wasn't giving to get. I always have to bring that out because I don't want to be sounding like I'm telling you to give to get even though if you give you gonna get. I mean it's it's a principle, it's a principle, it's a principle, it's a principle. And God gives us principles. And if you don't believe it's New Testament, read 2 Corinthians 8 and 2 Corinthians 9. He that soweth sparingly shall reap also sparingly. Put two seeds in the ground, only get two seeds worth a crop. And so we've got to give to God first. Give to him first. Well, it's a biblical principle, let me tell you. Here it is. Jesus said, he's talking about his death, and uh, they were a little upset. They didn't want him to die. And I guess I wouldn't either. If I, you know, I'm watching somebody and they, they take some, some rich crackers and some sardines and, and they multiply them and feed 5,000 people. I don't want him to go nowhere either. Yeah, I, don't, I don't want him to go nowhere when he, he he tell me go down to the lake and, and, and there's a fish there and there's money in his mouth. Yeah, I got to keep him around, man. When, when, when people crawl and just touch the tassel of his prayer garment and, and, and I'm not one, hey, I don't, I don't want him going anywhere. And here's what he said. Except a seed die, it abides alone. But after it dies, It brings forth fruit. Do you know who Jesus is? He is the seed according to Galatians 3, 15 through 17. He says, not Abraham's seeds, plural, seed, which is Christ. Why are you calling Christ a seed? Because the seed of the woman is going to crush the serpent's head. So what happens? Jesus was planted and he came up. And became the first fruits. 1 Corinthians 15 20. Now we are those. Who are the harvest. That was to follow. It's a biblical principle. It's a biblical principle. Now don't think of it in terms of. of Money only. Sometimes it's creativity. Sometimes. It's ability to be able. To overcome sin. It's all. We looked at Proverbs 3, 9, and 10. Says, Honor the Lord, kabod. Honor the Lord with the first fruits, not second, not third, not fourth, first fruits of all your substance. And the Bible tells us, and the money that you find on the ground. Somebody say, Should I give God something out of it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because it wasn't an accident, it was Providence. So it's like, I I lost the $100 bill, and I said, I said, and and I was, first I was angry, and then I just said, okay, God, I don't know who it is that you're going to bless with that, but I sure hope they do give you $10 out of it. That's right. And so what's going on? Well, then, let's walk through. So what do we need to do? Give to him first. Then secondly, write these down, give God his first. Number two, make a budget. Proverbs 16, 9. Make a budget. Proverbs 16, 9. Make a budget. Uh, Let me ask you, how many have a budget? Okay, oh, that's a lot of hands. Now let me ask you this. Is it written? Wow! Oh, that's what I'm talking about too because a lot of people say, I got a budget. If it ain't written, it ain't a budget. Yeah, where's your guide? You know, now, how many have a budget and you check? to see that you're keeping your budget. Let's see your hands. Wow, that's a lot of people. (laughs) That's a lot of people. I I think somebody lying up in here. Of course, that's just my opinion now, that's my opinion. That just seemed like too many people. Uh, Brother Dave, you, you deal with finances all the time. You ever see that many people live by a budget? You do? Okay, all right. but Brother Dave say, it's cool, it's cool then. It's cool. I, I'm, I guess I'm thinking about everybody like me, you know. <laughs> Amen. Number three, get rid of credit cards. Get rid of credit cards. We already talked about it. Yeah. Well, we'll walk through these, but let me, let me just close. Let me close. Listen, we have a debt we couldn't pay. Jesus paid a debt he didn't owe. See, here's what the Bible tells us. We are redeemed. Now, 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 now you're you studying now. Have you hit that word redeemed yet? The word picture, what does it mean? To be bought back, but not out of anywhere, to be bought out of the slave market of sin. That, that what has happened is I was on the block and, and the devil is uh, uh, the, the one who owns me because I'm, I'm like my father, the devil, if I'm not saved. And uh, Jesus came along, and he bought us. Now, it's amazing to me. One word literally means to buy, to own. Uh, The second word means to buy, to serve. The third word means to buy, to set free. Jesus bought us, paid our sin debt, and then set us free. Whom the Son sets free is free indeed. Now get this, get this. When someone who was set free and they uh, had a master that was really good to them, they could voluntarily say, I don't want to be free. Then you would take their ear, put it on the doorpost of the master's house, sticking all in it, A-W-L in it and put a hole in their ear to identify I was set free. I was bought and I was set free. But I voluntarily committed myself to a slavery to this master because he's so good. That's you and I. That that now that he set me free, what do I do with my freedom? I don't know how to handle it. I give it to the one who set me free? because if he loved me enough to set me free and to pay my sin debt, then he loves me enough to direct me and guide me and guard me and to govern me and to grace me, to provide, to protect and if I give myself away. I give myself away yeah. to Jesus, the one who paid my sin debt and set me.
1: Free. You're listening to Treasure Truth with Pastor Ford and what a great way to wrap up our time together taking a look at 2 Kings chapter 4 in a message called How to Get Out of Debt. We will continue this teaching on our next broadcast but maybe you're listening in another part of the world and Pastor Ford's teaching is making a difference in your life. We'd love to hear about that. We recently heard from a listener in the UK who says, I listen on Transworld Radio in the UK, either on my iPhone or iPad, and listening to Pastor Ford's messages is one of the highlights of my day. 24 minutes isn't long enough. I wish I could listen to the whole message in one go. Well, thank you for letting us know where you're listening, that it's making a difference in your life on the other side of the pond. And if you want to be able to listen to Pastor Ford's teaching anywhere in the world, a number of different ways you can do that. Come to the website, podcast the program, download the Moody Radio app, or you can simply stream the program through your computer or mobile device. It really is convenient for you to stay in touch with Pastor Ford's teaching. We want to make that available in as many different ways as we possibly can. And we're able to do that because of your financial generosity. While we're able to listen on all these different platforms for free, there is an expense to bringing you Treasured Truth. You have to pay for production costs and studio time, airtime, and distribution channels. So if you're benefiting, would you give a gift today? You can simply do that by coming to our website, treasuredtruthradio.org, and click on the link that says Make a Donation. We do need both individual, one-time gifts and ongoing monthly gifts. It really is your generosity that allows us to continue producing this program. So come to treasuredtruthradio.org and click on Make a Donation. Well, thanks for giving. Thanks also to our producer, Amy Rios. Treasured Truth is a production of Moody Radio, a ministry of Moody Bible Institute.